You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. My guest today is a licensed clinical social worker who was introduced to the three principles by her beloved mother-in-law, Barbara Jordan, about 28 years ago. She says that having that inside out understanding about the way her reality is created has improved her relationships, increased her ability to dwell comfortably within her own mind and ever changing world. And for the past eight years, she's been sharing the principles in summer camps, community health and transition housing organizations, homeless shelters, and she's currently working with teens in her alternative high school. She deeply loves and respects the human beings uh, she gets to work with and consider it to be an honor to walk the road with them. She's also a singer, songwriter, and lover of music and movement. She uses music as a way of reaching past the intellect in order to connect with the precious heart of another human being. She lives in Vermont with her husband, Greg, her son, Zaya, and their dear-hearted dog, Bella. Ladies and gentlemen, Nyakua Mensa Jordan. Did I get it right? You go now. Okay, all right. Hey, don't, tell, don't test me on something. I, I knew. I've been practicing. I was going to get it right. Uh, first, oh my God, thank you so much for being here. Uh, oh, I, my pleasure. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm super excited. You wrote a song after seeing or hearing Sid speak in Hawaii. Uh, it, just tell me a little bit about how that came about. Sure. Yeah. Um, my husband and I went to see Sid speak in Hawaii, and uh, we were just deeply touched by what we felt and heard. Had a wonderful break and vacation there, and I came back 
to where we lived in San Francisco. And, you know, I've been writing songs since I was 19, 18. Okay. And sometimes I work on a song for uh, several days, sometimes several hours. Um, and sometimes a song just comes through me. And it's, it's, there's no work involved. And this was one of those songs. It just, it just came through me on a, a very beautiful feeling. And I just wrote down what I heard. It felt like I didn't write it. It just came through me. <laughs> yes. And the name of the song is Heaven Within. And we <laughs> will have the link to it. But just say the chorus line because that's the one. The chorus line is stop searching, stop searching so hard. Stop looking outside of your yard. There's heaven, there's heaven within, just waiting for you to dive in. So we do have the link available for you on your podcast, on this podcast release page for you to get that song. It's on YouTube. I want to encourage everybody to go hear it and get to a place where you could truly hear it. You know, I would say sit down. <laughs> you don't want me standing in line because your knees will get weak. Uh, at least that's what happened when I heard it because it was so beautifully done. So thank you. Now you use music as a way to connect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So how did how did that come about or what do you see? Do you see it easier to connect with music or? I just music is just so second nature to me. You know, it's it's something that I don't think about. It's something that just is deeply it's just it's just like a heart sharing that gets beyond not only the people the intellect of the people that i'm sharing but my own intellect which okay. sometimes gets in my way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when i'm sharing a song or or you know singing a song i've used music with i used to run um groups in the homeless shelters that i worked in and i always start with a song and people would come in downtrodden and, and dealing with a lot of stuff on their shoulders, you know, not wanting to be in this meeting. And I would just share this song. And sometimes, once in a while, someone would sing, but it would always lift the spirits of the people there, you know. And, you know, now I just use it with the teenagers that I'm working with. Sometimes I'll just break out in a song. Like there was a kid in my office uh, last week who was just deeply depressed, couldn't even speak. <laughs> he was so depressed wow. and I just I was like do you mind if I sing you a song <laughs> and he he after the song he looked up and he said oh that was a good one <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh like, wow I love that breaks people out of their their kind of their thinking you yeah. know and gets them connected on a, a a deeper level something beyond what they're you know caught in you know yeah Music is really healing. <laughs> the principles at work, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. The presence, the connection, yeah. the getting past what you're thinking. So yeah. you use it throughout your work as a social worker, you just said in homes and stuff like that. Tell me some of those, or give me one of those stories where you just were just so taken back by what the ability to connect to another human being through music was able to do for their life. Oh, through music. Yeah, I think I've, well, the way I've used music is a way to really just connect with someone and get past their, their um, guardedness or their, their really getting stuck in their thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. They just lighten up. And that's what we say in the principles a, a lot, like finding a good feeling, trusting in that feeling, raising the level of consciousness, you know? And I think that's what music does. Yeah. It raises the level of consciousness and it, it interjects a good feeling automatically 
into the into the you know into the realm of of the connection without even trying yeah how do and you know that because people smile because they look up because their eyes oh, change because yeah. they they stop perseverating on their thinking yeah. they just get more present even just for a moment they get more present yeah and that's that's so that's very aware like you, that's and, and I mean they can't see your hands but you're very precise on you could see this how did you start seeing this where did where did it hit you that this this vehicle that I have that comes second nature to me I can use to actually do what you just said put a smile on somebody's face that prior to hearing the song couldn't speak mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like where did that come from the the knowing of that music was going to be the way you did it you know, it's kind of like asking a fish, how did they know? <laughs> how did you know how to swim? Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so second nature and natural to me. It's just, I don't even think about it. It's just like, of course, you know what I mean? Like you and exercise, yeah. just like, that's not something I ever had to think about. I don't have any thoughts in the way of, of <laughs> you know? Wow, that, that is very good though. I love that yeah 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 that is very very beautiful and i think people feel that in those moments you know there's yeah. there's other ways that i get in the way of my own you know <laughs> sharing <laughs> this you know with my quote unquote three principles thoughts those are that get what get in my way but you know that that initial rapport and that sharing that beauty um that's just something that has always been second nature to me. Mm. Have you met any opposition with being clinically bound by rules and regulations under the medical health care provisions and things like that versus the way you wanted to do this? Had you ever met any resistance like that? Mm. Good question. I am a mandated reporter, so that's that's one thing, but that doesn't have anything to do with sharing the principles. Okay. Um, I think in general, having to diagnose people <laughs> okay. is, is something that I'd rather not do and that I don't think helps a lot of people um, in general. Okay. So that's something that I've had to really, to really, you know, that's just part of the job. Like, like insurance agencies won't like pay organizations unless there's a diagnosis, i.e. something quote unquote wrong, wrong. with the person. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I've had to get comfortable with or figure out how to, to help people to realize that there's, that I don't see anything wrong with them, that a diagnosis is just, what a diagnosis is, is just an, an expla explanation of where they are with their thinking in the moment. Has nothing to do with who they are. Mm. So I make sure to 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 speak about it like that, you know, because a lot of these kids have been, you know, seeing therapists since they were in kindergarten, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, being diagnosed with with issue after issue, and they begin to begin to see themselves in this light. And on top of you know, in alternative schools. They already see themselves, well, I'm a failure, you know, I couldn't make it in, in this school, I'm a failure, I'm not smart, I'm this and that, all these, you know, self-defeating thoughts. So 
what I do is 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 do my best to to shine to shine upon them that um, there is nothing wrong with you, you know that within you there's absolutely nothing wrong. You just have you just have picked up a lot of thinking about a lot of thinking about your identity about who you are that's not necessarily true, you know, from your parents and from you know all these different parts of society. So yeah, how did I hear that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot, I mean, I would say they okay. don't necessarily believe me, right? Yeah. There are a few students that I've worked with that they hear it in a way that, I mean, especially this one student I worked with that really changed their overall outlook and their, therefore their lives. Um, you know, this one student had experienced a lot of trauma in in their childhood and therefore experienced a lot of depression to the point where they couldn't even care for themselves you know like any kind of hygiene not showing up for school all this stuff just barely functioning in the world um and there was you know there was first of all a lot of rapport building a lot of love shared a lot of understanding to the point where they got really comfortable with me the student and trusted me to be able to listen to what I was saying without without any defense you know mm -hmm. um, they really trusted that, that I saw the best in them loved them and really did see that there's nothing wrong with them student believed that they weren't meant to live in this world that they weren't it wasn't they weren't meant to be alive yeah. you know and that thought was very prevalent throughout their whole entire, you know, conscious life. Through all this rapport building and good feeling, one day I just said, how do you know that's true? <laughs> yeah. And not just the rapport building, but continuing to say that it may look like all of this, these feelings are being caused by the outside world, by your family, by what happened to you but really your thinking is creating your feelings and you're always feeling what you're thinking. So if you're going throughout your day feeling completely depressed, this is what you're going to feel and your world is going to look like you're thinking and feeling. So one day I just said, you know, after this comp repeating over and over again throughout, I, I wasn't meant to, to live, you know, I said to them, how do you know that's true? Yeah. And um, the student got really quiet with no defense and said, you know, I don't know that's true. And that was really kind of groundbreaking for, for the student because, um, because before thinking that was true, they didn't see any way forward in the future for them. You know, mm -hmm. they were like, I'm, I'm not meant to live, you know, um, I, I'm going to be, you know, not able to live on my own in any way. I, I'm not even going to be alive, whatever. But once they, they realized that, that not that it wasn't true that they weren't, but they didn't know. Yeah. Just not knowing was enough to open that door in their mind that there might be another possibility, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that student who didn't think they could even function as an adult or, 
work or, you know, barely get out of bed is now working a full-time job, um, has moved out of, you know, living with friends. I, you know, I haven't had any major, <laughs> like, walking on water moments, but, but they're functioning. They're functioning in the world. Yes, yeah. but the, 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 the kid who said, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I would say that's a walk on water moment because I remember had a thought in my head that if I had to live my life, I didn't want it like this. Going to sleep, crying myself to sleep, and then waking up. Once that kid saw that it wasn't true, once I realized like, well, I'm not, I don't want to die. I want to live, but I just don't want to live like this. The moment of, well, change this was like everything in my life changed. Like, it's like. Oh, I, but again, like you said, I didn't know that part was the possible part. Mm -hmm. you know, I said a lot, Any, not knowing that anything is, was possible when I was a kid, made certain decisions, not even, I mean, made certain conversations, not even, you don't even have to have them. It was almost a waste of time. Right. Like right. if we're not, if we're not talking about, at least where I grew up, if you're not talking about how you're going to get this scholarship playing football or basketball or baseball, you know, or you could be my, my, my cousin and be an entertainer. This was going to be it for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to be an engineer and a doctor. Boy, shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, like, here's your options. And, and let's see what happens from those. So there were certain things I didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. And I sent, uh, I had a little nephew that call, calls me because he wants to be an engineer. Mm. And I'm like, whatever you need. Like, and it's not that I have a favorite nephew or niece or anything like that, but the fact that he doesn't, he somehow at his age saw a possibility of being an engineer. Right. And he chose me to tell that to. Mm. I'm, I'm in. Kind of like the saying what you said, just, just sitting there like, whoa. Um, so I would, I would say you, you, you have some walk on. And we never know the effect of this too. We never know the effect of, because we truly don't know the position someone's in. We can hear their words. We can, we can kind of feel them. But we don't know if they were right there at that moment. Right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I completely hear what you're saying. And now, you know, I, I see that for a person who, who had so much, many thoughts about not being here for so long, and then all of a sudden realizes, wow, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How do I live? How do I live? You yes. know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, that yeah. becomes the how do I live with this new, new understanding. I asked that question when I came in contact with the principles. Mm. As soon as I saw it, I, I, I don't know if that part is caught on video, but I was, I was asking Michael, like, are you sure now? Are you sure? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, this just not going to bother me no more? Like, are you sure, bro? Like... <laughs> and and I had to learn how to live with that. It was as if I was lighter. I mean, I had more energy. Everything was happening for the better. But because I didn't know that life, that was weird to me. Mm -hmm. To want to wanna just connect with people. Just, just wanting to talk to anybody. Mm. Like it was, I didn't go try to connect with different coaches or things. Like I was just trying to talk to the cashiers. I was just trying, the gas station clerks, like I'm joking around with, I'm just trying this thing out on everybody. Uh -huh. You know, I, I'm high. Oh, you kind of happy? 
oh, that person's perceiving. It. You know, I'm just playing with it, trying to, you know, trying to learn. But yeah, it was, it was like, whoa, how do I live with this? And I'm just now, this is two and a half years ago. I'm just now gaining some clarity and, and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes I still will, like you said, put some habitual thinking on myself and uh, and have to, you know, get from up under it because mine isn't so much of the intellectual as it is process and techniques that the military taught me for 21 years. I but, see. So the military says you need a plan, you need a plan B, you need a plan C, and when all those fails, you should have had a plan D. And if you don't, mm-hmm. it's your fault. So it's like no room for anything else but these plans, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did those for so long that sometimes I find myself feeling like I'm supposed to do that for the people I work with. Ah, okay. And lay out for them this untrue story <laughs> that I'm going to be unlaying, unfolding for them, right? And rather than just be present. Mm-hmm. And so I, too, have to remind myself and, and use, I often use humor where you use music. Right? I often want the situation to be very lighthearted, be, like you would, as in just working out in a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if somebody were to tell me they're depressed, I'd be like, about what? You know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, and they'll give it to me. And I'll probably do something like say, oh, shit, that's pretty bad. Like, you're right. Like, uh, you know, anything. Again, but in a, in a way where they will know, man, stop. You know, where they would know that I'm there with them. <laughs> and so I, I just love that. And working with kids, I, I have a, a strong admiration for anybody who does that. Just for the lack of places I could go to get information when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, the, so when when adults now devote their lives to ensuring kids have accurate information about their their own mental health and well being, versus what they're just supposed to listen from their parents, I think mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing. Yeah, I, I really really enjoy working with teens. I just they're straight up, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they, they don't sugarcoat anything. Nothing. They're in this really powerful um, part of their lives where they're trying to, you know, figure out who they are and about, they're about to jump off, you know, mm-hmm. into independence. And um, it's, it's just really a, a joy to be able to, you know, as I said in my bio, walk the road with them a while. And my, my job, it's just a very short while yeah. because as soon as they either drop out or graduate or decide to move on, I, I have, can have absolutely nothing to do with them anymore. So, really? Is that, that's the clinical side of it? That's the social work thing. You social, whoa. The policies, the protocol around social workers. You can't have dual relationships with your clients, um, which, which I, I, you know, which was put in, in place so that, you know, some kind of off, a little bit crazy social workers with some bad boundaries wouldn't end up trying to have relationships or yeah. hurting clients in some ways. But for the most of us, it's not necessary. Yeah. But we all have to, you Well, know. the police is for the lawless, not those who obey the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, police is only for the lawless. So most of the rules are for those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What is that so like? So that's y'all? why it's even more important that I really want to be effective 
in my my sharing of this knowledge because I have so little time to do it. So if you needed, um, you're at the Howard Center in Vermont. Yep. If if you needed something, or if there was places people could send resources to support, or reach out and get resources from you to help other teens, how would they go about doing that? Um, they could um, email me, um, and I could, you know, I mean, I I don't know if you want me to share my email now, or I'll have it. I'll have it linked yeah. to it. Yeah. So they can email you at the link we have provided on the thing. We'll have all the contact information where they can get in touch with you. Um, Sounds good. And work with you too. So if this is what I'm closing everybody out with. <laughs> All right. So the name of the podcast is We're Listening. So for the next minute, it's all yours. We're listening. Tell me whatever you want to close us out with, whatever you want to say. Thank you for joining me. And then you are the last person they're going to hear before we end this episode. Surely. Why don't I share the song? Would you uh, like oh, to do that? Boom. <laughs> yes, that was always my idea. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I like when somebody reminds me of a perfect idea I should have thought about. I love that. <laughs> okay, great. I will do that. Heaven within. How's that? You hear it? Okay. tell you it's so true about a feeling inside of you it is warm it is loving and kind it is all you are looking to find Stop searching, stop searching so hard. Stop looking outside of your yard. There's heaven, there's heaven within. Just waiting for you to dive in so begin dive in begin dive in begin dive in begin the past it is dead this is true and the future exists not for you but this moment this moment we're in it is living and holy my friend stop dreaming Stop dreaming, my friend, of the day when your life will begin.
close your eyes to the world you will see living spirit you are you were born to be free So begin, dive in, begin, dive in, begin, dive in, begin. This feeling was meant to be shared. It is dancing and breathing our air so don't hoard it or hide it away give it freely to all who you meet in your day stop searching stop searching so hard Stop looking outside of your yard. There's heaven, there's heaven within. Just waiting for you to dive in. So I want to tell you so true about a feeling inside of you. It is warm, it is loving and kind. It is all you are looking to find, to find, to find, to find, to find. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was beautiful. You are so welcome. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.